to the screen. Person knows, and that's uh, Harrison. And, and 
I am so psyched to see this movie. I don't know when it's, when it's, do you know when it's being released? I have no idea. I think they're doing a panel today at three, and then maybe Harrison has some tickets for us, but, uh. Yeah, yeah. we don't know when it's actually being released to the open market. Right. So people can see it. Right. Now, one thing I heard, which I read on your IMDb page, that you were considered for the part of Damaru in Doctor Strange. I probably pronounced it wrong. Uh, yeah, I'm, you know what? Yes, I know. I actually did the session. Did you? So you did try out for it? No, I did, I did the session. Did I was hired. I did the session. Whoa! Yeah. Okay, so what but happened But I, I can't really talk about it anymore because Marvel came down and said, you cannot say something that you did that I like doing what I do. So they know. I know. Did he get to work with Benedict Cumberbatch at all? Yes. How was he? Fine. He's like a nice guy? I suppose so. Okay. <laughs> I love him. Sorry. I love right. him. I love no, him. No, I, I, you know what? I grew up reading comics. That's Me my too. very first scripts ever. And yeah, uh, I was raised, was raised by a single woman who I didn't even realize who we were for until I was like 14. She made sure I had a hot plate and her, her imagination was active and strong. So to be able to grow up and then play all these things I fantasize about as a kid is just amazing. That's great. It's yeah. great to hear. Yeah. Now, tell me about filming a camping thing. Did you get some IVs at all? Did yeah, you... I got 26 things. Oh, my God. They told me they were stingless baby bees. Really? But it's fine. I had a great lawyer, and uh, we actually got compensated. I can imagine. I was I was watching too. it. I watched it again recently since I knew you were going to be here, and I was just like looking at it like, oh, my God, he must have been stung so many times. Yeah, but you know what? I had a great acting teacher who told me that you, you have to be fearless, no matter what. Because if you're hired to be an actor, you know, there are millions of people that wish they could be an actor. Right. And with the, and the advent, I played around with it myself. Wonderful. You should still play around with it. Because with the advent of reality television, you know, we've sort of lowered the bar a little bit about what people want. And... Everything starts with the script, so you got to have good writers. All of you out there that have ideas percolating in your mind about, I got a story. Everybody's got a story, so you got to be able to put a beginning, middle, and an end yeah. and get it out there. I'm um, more of the writer. Yeah. I'm more of the writer. Me right? too. I actually, I got my master's in theater, and at that time, writing was my focus. Acting came incidentally because I was tall and I was in New York, and it just happened. Tell me about your experiences on Star Trek. I see that you've been on it so many times. I loved it. I loved it. It's changed my life. It was Star Trek that introduced me to the whole convention world. Oh, really? Uh, I remember my first convention was in Brattleboro, Vermont. Oh, wow. And it was like, I think, $5 to get in. And, oh, but wow. we didn't, it wasn't about the money. I wish it was $5 to get in now. The world has changed, hasn't oh, it? Oh, yeah. Uh, but at that time, it was all about the love of the fans. Yeah. And the people, everybody was in the same space talking. It wasn't like a VIP session or... No, there was none of that. I no. remember going to those conventions you when you I was a kid. Shore leave? Yeah, shore leave? I, I, I've been to a shore leave. Oh, that was an amazing time. It was like you walk down the corridor, somebody's handing you a brownie, yeah. drug in the other corner, someone's bringing you a coffee. It was just some love. Yeah. So people need to remember that. Oh, I should have brought you some cookies. I forgot. I didn't know that you liked them. Oh, well, I mean, what kind kind would you have brought me? I have Oreo cookies. Oreo cookies. So all of of these conventions that are out there that are about the money part, (laughs) let's not ever forget that there were actors before this generation of actors who were never able to capitalize.
people like Boris Karloff, Ella Lugosi, Milan Cheney Jr., who could have been penniless, whose legacy is left forever. It's not just about getting $200 for a signature. You know, it's a free market enterprise, and I'm not saying I'm anti-capitalist, but you got to be respectful. Not only to your fans, but to yourself. I have a fun question for the end. So sure. if there was any villain that you could fight, who would it be? And why? Well, because I'm tall, I would probably say yes, you are. Lockjaw then. Okay. And the Ponyers. Okay, I can see that. Yeah. Or maybe or, or would it be more interesting to fight Mini Me? <laughs> they once proposed that's doing like, that's like no, not as short as Vern. But uh, at one point, they were talking about doing a Candyman versus Leprechaun movie. Oh, my God. And I said, that is the most ridiculous idea that I've ever heard. Are we trying to do a mini film? No, I, I don't. I, I can't see that. I'm sorry. Well, they, the Hollywood people thought of it because they wanted a way to mash up. But I'm not into that. They offered me, you know, when the O.J. Simpson thing happened, they actually offered me that role. Before the trial that actually happened, it was a lifetime movie, and I it's one of the few roles that I refused to do. Really? Yeah. Okay, well, that's all the questions I have for you. We appreciate your Fantastic. time. Fantastic. Thank you so much. Awesome. Hello, everyone. We are at SpiritCon 2017, and we have a honored guest here, Mr. Sid Hay. Say hello to everyone. Hello, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> And we have Fresh Meat Melissa. Hey, everybody. We're going to do a uh, little interview to see what's going on with uh, Mr. Sid. Or Uncle Sid. We've been calling you all weekend. I don't know. Everybody calls me Uncle Sid. I don't, I don't get it. You're like that awesome uncle that everybody likes. The guy with uncle. the lap shade on the head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. First off, I have to say this is an honor for me to do this. I'm a huge fan here. You got me over my fear of clowns with Captain Spaulding. Hey. <laughs> so this is big for me. You're, you're an icon in the horror industry. How do you feel after all of these years having so much support and love from all your fans and family? Well, that's the thing that's like really important and keeps me motivated, okay? Because uh, I've been doing this for 55 years. And supporters of films and like that, uh, you really don't realize what you're doing and have done for the past 55 years is keep a roof over my head, clothes on my back, and food in my stomach. And I love you for that. Okay? Uh, and I have to respect that. Because you're making a commitment just like I do when I do my work. Now, we were all lucky enough last night to be able to attend the sneak preview of Death House. In honor of Gunner and just how was the vibe on the set? Like, there were so many great people working on that movie. Yeah, well, the, the only problem with that was that we were never like all there all at the same time. Okay. So <laughs> there was a lot of in and outs and in and outs, but you know, working on the film was really easy and joy to do, and we all did it together. It was, it was a 
great movie. I'm, I'm, I'm so glad that we were able to be a part of that. Um, now, you've done a few movies, obviously, with Rob. Would you, are there any other movies in the works that you might be involved with him, with him with Rob again? If somebody comes up with a concept or a script that makes sense, then I will probably, you know, jump on board. I heard rumors about a prequel to House of a Thousand Corpses and Devil Rejects. Which means we'd have to be younger. <laughs> okay, I don't know a makeup artist could do that with his gesture. <laughs> well, well, I mean, it, it could be the full Captain Scalded thing going on, but... Well, there, there's, just, there's just no... And they've Lazy. gone through the ghost scenario and all that, and that's stupid. Oh, so. that's okay. It's okay. <laughs> um, so my question is something we always ask our guests. Um, what is your favorite movie? Scary movie. I have two scary movies that are my favorite. Yep. The original House of Wax. Okay. Yep. Amazing. My second one is Cujo. Think about a 200-pound dog trying to eat your car. Yeah, I wouldn't be happy. No. It was funny. Is it was like the Beethoven dog. You remember the Beethoven? Yeah. That oh, yeah. family film, and it's like you watch that, and then you watch Cujo, and it's like, yeah, no. It's like, mm-hmm. you let Cujo into your house? Did he not eat your kids? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fifty-five years in the industry. Vast array. I really don't have a favorite, okay? Uh, I like a lot of them, the films that I've done, just because of the special moments or really special and memorable films. Of course, I have to, you know, give my nod to House of Thousand Corps and Devil Rejects because that brought me back into the business. Because I left at one point, I I just got tired of that bypass. So now I'm stretching out. I did a film called A Dead Calling, mm-hmm. where I played a straight-up Norman Rockwell dad. Okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and people were pissed off because I didn't go. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to keep doing that. Okay? i got more to give you than just that. You didn't kill anybody in Lords of Salem, either. I, was, I, I, I wasn't hardly even in Lords of Salem. I, I yeah, you're blinking, you'll miss them. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. <laughs> yeah, there were some things, there were some problems, inner, inner working problems and stuff. And uh, I think you were in um, Halloween, right? First Halloween? Halloween? Yes. Yeah, yeah. 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 the cemetery. <laughs> and that was, that was amazing. If you notice the, the publicity, all the publicity stuff for Halloween, yeah. they robbed Halloween. Yeah. I'm not in any pictures, I'm not anywhere listed anywhere in that. Because they had already finished shooting the film. They were doing screenings around the country. The screening in New York was amazing. Rob asked the producers for more money. If you wanted to do something else, they said, okay. He called me and said, what are you doing Saturday? I said, nothing. He said, well, you are now. They just wrote a uh, scene for you and Malcolm and Val. And, 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 and
this story. Yeah. So I came in after the book was already done. Yeah. Gotcha. I would have never known that. You know, like you just told us, you would never have known that. I mean, yeah. that's cool. So now. any um any new projects or anything in the works, or are we just? I got. Okay, Death House will, will be released soon. Yep, that was okay. a great film. Then I have three more cans in the film right now in various stages of editing. Mm-hmm. We have two films to do this summer and about eight more conventions. Oh, wow. Awesome. So you're, you're busy. Busy, yeah. busy. Yeah. Now, you've got kids. Yes. Um, obviously, it's all children now. Oh. Um, have your, we'll bring it to your grandchildren. Do they, they obviously know what you do for a living. My grandson does because he's 13. My, my granddaughter's like four. Now, how would you feel about them or even your children when they were younger about watching your movies? I wouldn't let my kids watch them, uh, my movies until they were like in their teens. Yeah. Okay. They were crazy. <laughs> they watched a lot of television stuff when I did because that's a lot simpler, simpler and not as violent. In '92, when I did back away from the industry, I, I needed to still pay bills. So I uh, went back to school and became a certified hypnotherapist. Oh, wow. And now I know that, particularly in your early years, like people who have profound phobias, okay, they were probably introduced to clowns in the circus. When they were young, mm-hmm. and uh, a clown came up to them and, and pulled one of those confetti poppers That's on That's exactly them. why I'm afraid of them. Okay. <laughs> I'm not and that of stays them. with you. That, that becomes a part of your life script. Yeah, okay. it's like having PCSD. <laughs> yeah. Uh, because your, your subconscious mind is like a giant hard drive on a computer. Yep. It stores everything for use at a later time. And every time you do, get confronted with a clown, that nervous feeling comes back. Yeah. Okay. The only reason you're not nervous about Captain Spaulding is number one, he talks. Yeah. Okay. So he's real. To a little kid, a clown isn't real. He doesn't look like mom and dad. Yep. Never talks. And when he gets through doing whatever he's doing, somebody gets hurt. They either get sprayed in the face with salsa water or they yep. slip on a banana peel or whatever it is. Okay? So little kids associate that activity with clowns. Yep. And that's what makes them afraid of clowns as an adult. They should at least give you one reason why you don't like clowns. <laughs> yeah. Um, have any of your children followed in your footsteps because of what you've done? My son, I found out not through him, but through somebody else, happens to be the uh, a major video game artist in the wow. country. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Yeah. He was the uh, texture artist on all four uh, Uncharted uh, game. games. Yeah. Okay. And, I mean, when he gets the artwork, it's flat, like the Sunday comics. Yep. So he had, has to add the texture of the fabric, the texture of the skin, the texture of the leaves of the tree, the texture of the ground. The, the whole nine. The whole 
So that's that's what he does. And my daughter's uh, in, in business. Oh yeah. A, uh, corporate uh, credit uh, executive. Very proud of Now I read that you uh, at one point were in a band. My band. Yeah, the T-Birds. Um, yeah, one year out of high school, signed a contract with uh, Keen Records and Sam Cooke and Porter Cole. Um, and wound up number four on the charts. Um, and I quickly realized that I was never going to make any money in music because at that point in time, the music industry was so corrupt it was Okay. I mean, I was in the office one day when uh, the guy who owned the, the record company signed a check to a famous person I won't mention for like $750 to play our song one time in the show. Okay. So that's $750 that I didn't get, somebody else did. Yeah. Even at an early age, I was smart enough to figure, you know yeah. what, I'm not taking a dime off of this deal. I'm out of here. And that's what I believe. Yeah. Oh, I'm glad you did. Yeah.
Americon 2017. I am with Sean Flanlin. Say hello, Sean. Hello, Sean. Ha ha. Ha I know. It's an old joke. Sorry. So, uh, they recently screened Death House here. Yes. And you did a great performance. Thank you very much. I will not spill the, the little details, but it's definitely worth the watch. Thank you. So, Thank you. a question we like to ask our celebrity guests is, what is your favorite scary movie? Uh, my favorite scary movie is, uh, for true scariness, is The Exorcist. Okay. But the scary movie that I love for its campiness and fun is Sleepaway Camp. It's probably my favorite movie. And you're actually right next to... And I, well, that's how where, where we became <laughs> best friends from. I ran into her at a convention, and we've been friends ever since. And I've seen the movie probably 35 times. It's... Uh, I, turn everybody I love onto that movie. The it's ending so is classic. Yeah, it's a classic, yes, absolutely. <laughs> All right, um, any latest projects? Uh, well, obviously Death House, okay. uh, we're very excited about. Um, Axe Murders of Villisca by Tony Valenzuela, who does Black Box TV on YouTube. Um, that's a very, very cool movie, like a Final Destination type movie meets a John Hughes movie meets uh, a good old classic 80s uh, haunted uh, haunted house type movie. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Um, and a movie called Blood Brothers with Grant Denman in it. Um, and I'm also in a movie called Street Level by David LaBrava, who played Sonny, I'm sorry, Happy on uh, Sons of Anarchy. And he wrote and directed it, and I play a serial killer in that. So. Yeah, I'm gonna be a uh, gonna be putting up a play in Los Angeles called Psyche Online in July, and I also wrote and am producing and starring in a movie called Crust, which I'm getting independent funding for right now. So. Not like pizza crust. Not like pizza crust. Is it human no. pizza? No, it's not human pizza. No. Okay. No, it's, All right. It's All right. Crusty socks. So. Oh, that's, that's, I can already gross. see. That. Nice to meet you, sir. Monique, will you agree? Say hello to our audience, Monique. 
Hello, guys. How are you? She is quite an accomplished woman. She's done many, many horror films. She does some modeling, even some wrestling, I heard. Yes, absolutely. Don't beat me up. <laughs> Never. <laughs> so tell us a little about your career. Well, um, I don't even know where to start. Uh, so I've done over 80 films, wow. film and television. Um, Tony Todd is my big brother. Uh, so he's he's the, the more notable sibling, but um, I've been keeping quite busy. My first film was actually with him in Lean On Me, which is a non-horror film, but that's where my career started. And um, I also do comic books. I'm a comic book model, and I have my own comic book called The Original Gata, uh, which has former WWE superstar Tommy Dreamer in it. Oh, and very cool. has Tony Todd in it. Lloyd Kaufman makes a photo cameo in it. Um, and it's uh, the artwork is by Dennis Wolven, and the writing is by my husband, Anthony Thompson. So, okay, that's a whole mouthful. <laughs> I also do a lot of alternative modeling uh, for magazines, and, you know, we do in, a lot of in-house stuff ourselves. And then four years ago, I got into wrestling. I've always been a fan, but um, to be on the other side of it is really, truly an amazing, humbling, and crazy experience all at the same time. It's a roller coaster. But um, I work for Tommy Dreamer's promotion, House of Hardcore. And um, a lot of people that know and love wrestling know about ECW and Those are a lot of the guys that I've had the pleasure of working with. Very My cool. first match ever was with Sandman. Ah, so that was cool. That guy's great. He is all, still to this day, he is exactly the same. Just mm-hmm. as crazy, just as wild. Um, Blue Meanie, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Sabu and Guido. Sabu's and, great. Yeah, yeah, Sabu's another crazy one. But, you know, ECW and crazy, the, the, that adjective just describes almost everybody in ECW. Mm-hmm. But, uh, so I've made the transition, but I'm, I'm not, I haven't stopped acting. Um, horror is my first love, mm-hmm. so I will always come back to it. So now I'm in Return to Newcomb High, Volume 2. Um, <laughs> Lloyd Kaufman, you know, cast me in that, and I was so honored because, you know, I was feeling still been kind of bad. I was like, well, I haven't been doing that much in the acting realm. I've just been focusing on wrestling. Mm-hmm. And then he called me up like, how would you like to be in this movie? I was like, I mean, of course. Well, oh, it's trauma. Trauma's great. I mean, Toxic yes. Avenger. Right. Yes. Right. So that's what I'm saying. I, When Lloyd asked me to be in something, I tried to move heaven and earth to make it happen mm-hmm. because I do not like saying no to him. He's a creative genius and he's he's so intelligent and just everything he puts together is just so it's so cool but it's crazy mm-hmm. i love him to, to pieces um but yeah i just it's 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 been a road that's still going and i'm so happy that there's just so much that i'm doing at once um i'm pretty honored well that's good to always keep busy yes. you know because I mean, myself, I'm an artist, and I always like to be busy and creative. Because I find that it's just another way to express yourself. Absolutely. 
Absolutely it is. And I feel like when I don't get to do uh, whatever it is I want to do at the time, whether it's modeling for comic books or Mm -hmm. acting or what have you, when my creativity is stifled, I have a hard time functioning regularly. I don't know if that makes sense. But it's like, I have to to create. Yeah, it's just just like, I gotta do something. I don't care what it is. Absolutely, absolutely. So I've also I've also gotten into a lot of production too. I did my first uh, film. It's a short, mm-hmm. and I would say it's sci-fi more so than horror, but it's it has horror elements, and it stars uh, Tommy Dreamer as well mm-hmm. in it. And again, it's a short. Yeah. But I had to direct. I did producing. I had some casting, uh, and I'm in the movie. So that was a huge feat for me. Definitely keeping you uh, busy there. <laughs> yeah, that's something I will never do the whole combination again. I, I wouldn't mind producing. Yeah. I do like the craziness of uh, producing. I do want to direct again. I don't think that I should be in the film because I want to focus on one thing or the other. I was spread too thin. Yeah. You know, when I when I did it, but it, everything's a learning experience, yes. right? So. Yep. I'm very proud of the film, nonetheless, and so I promoted, as you saw in my table. Mm-hmm. So we have a lot of, definitely a lot of films here. A lot yeah, of, a lot of awesome, awesome photography here. Photography done mostly by Anthony Saint Thomas, who is my husband. So uh, a lot of greatness going on, and you know I feel like everything is just going up and up and up. But I'm definitely grateful. So even on the indie circuit, I get to keep busy. I get mm-hmm. to do what I love every day. This is my this is my nine to five, yep. which is why I I need I need to always be busy. I need yep. to always be doing something. Always gotta get that brain working. You're like oh, maybe I do this project, maybe do this, and then you, it's but everything everything spurts from inspiration. Yeah. You know? So and my stuff is all starting to connect with one another, which makes life a little bit easier for me. I get to um, entertain some of my horror elements to wrestling, and I'm trying to get more of it uh, happening so uh, I can flourish there and do entertain something that I love, two things that I love, and marry it. Yep. Yeah. Now, um, do you have any websites or anything you would like to share with us? I have all the websites. <laughs> Uh, so my my official website is thetrueoriginalgata.com. Um, that's I recently got my trademark of the true original gata because I you know was the original gata and then there were other people around and people were getting us confused and it was a whole big thing. So uh, I finally got my my legal trademark. So uh, if you see the true original Gata, you know that that's me. Um, I'm also on Twitter, uh, the original Gata as well. I am on Instagram, the original Gata as well. Uh, my IMDb is imdb.me backslash the original. So you see, it's a, it's a theme. Yeah. The original Gata, everything. So, that's well, how yeah, that's how, that's how you yeah. trademark it. You yes. It. You have to, yeah, you have to. Building your brand is very important, so it's important to stay consistent. Yes. And uh, no matter what I do, I try to bring uh, 
my Gata brand. We call we call my fans the TOG Army, the original Gata Army. So that's that's what we're in the process doing. We have shirts for it and everything, and so Very I'm cool. just building the brand slowly but surely. Well, we wish you the best, and we, we're here. Scream Sisters, we're all women, and we promote fellow women in horror. I am very thankful of that. You know, mm-hmm. I'm I'm glad that I I met you guys this weekend. Yeah, yeah, you're very you're very you're nice all, and you're all awesome, hardworking, <laughs> so cool. You know, I I dig. Oh, Gotta Speaks. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> so I just have to say real quick, we're working on a YouTube show. Thank you, baby. We're working on a YouTube show called Gotta Speaks, which yeah. is based around my life. I have ten children. And, um, and a lot of people. You talk look to amazing me. for ten children. <laughs> Thank you so much. I round appreciate. Of, round of applause for that one. Thank She's you. Absolutely stunning. <laughs> oh well, we everybody always says we need our own reality show, but I don't really like the like the offers that we were receiving for reality show. I'm not willing to sign away uh, my kids' well being. Yeah, for a couple of dollars for how they want to do the reality show. So we just decided to uh, film uh, episodes ourselves. And yeah. so we are starting off uh, on my YouTube channel, which is also the original Gata. So you can uh, find it there. We'll, we'll probably air the first episode right, and next if, um, if you want to send me um, send me some links, we can actually post it on our page. Okay, post awesome. Thank you so much for taking this time. Yeah, no problem. And that was Monique Dupree. Feel free to check her out and all her awesomeness. And we will have more interviews coming up. We're at Scaracon 2017. Have a great day.